Welcome to Schoolboy and the Dropout, a tale of two trainers, where we talk about lifestyle, fitness, health, and wellness, all while having a ton of fun. Enjoy the show. Sounds like a bag of dicks. <laughs> Who, said that? Dick <laughs> Who said that? Who said that? Go ahead and explain to them what I told you about the teacher today, my professor. Oh, so this dude, he's in college, right? At least in college, I'm not. Um, and it's funny because his professor, and he teaches biomechanics as the class that he's in. Um, his biomechanics teacher does CrossFit. There's a little background history on him. Um, did you see where he got his degree from or anything like that? He, he never has. I do want to If ask he did, him. I was going to say, shout out, don't go there. But, <laughs> you know. I do. I will ask one day, though. Okay. We'll follow up on this. Um, and then <laughs> I'm not sure if he has any kind of other certifications or whatever, but uh, we'll look into it. But um, his teacher explains and elaborates um, on <laughs> on how to breathe and how gymnastics people get hurt because uh, their bracing, their bracing shit, isn't correct, right? Which is horseshit. A valsalva maneuver, which is holding in your breath as you take a big abdominal breath through your diaphragm, expand the belly, and then have that hard contraction. You're not really going to need that whenever you're using your body weight. We don't need a valsalva maneuver where you're contracting intra-abdominal pressure for your body weight. And he was trying to claim the opposite, right? So what do you say? Just go, mm. go into it. So we I wasn't in the classroom, so I don't know exactly what happened. So the, the, the one that raised an eyebrow for me is like we had we have a, a student in there. She, uh, apparently she trains like gymnastics, I think, from what I'm getting at. And then... He asked her, and he was like, "Well, how many of your um, uh, like students, clients, whatever, are injured?" She was like, "A lot of them." He was like, "Well, there you go." So he made the assumption just because one class has a lot of hurt people, then they're all bracing shit, which is horseshit. That's like because n does not equal one in this situation. You could have to take so many things into account, like people's actual technique, the range of motion accessible. The trainer could be shit. Yeah, she's taking part programming. She didn't know that. Right, the programming, the overall like. The phasing of their work, things like that. Like you can't just say okay because core is one thing, and one thing you should know about gymnastics is it takes a lot of core strength and stability. Almost everything they do, whether it's on the rings or it's on a pommel horse or it's on the um, two parallel bars. Yeah, people could argue it's a lot of upper body strength as well and stability, but it is. But where does the, core, the foundation come from? The core is the core. still. Going to be the the engine it's to be produce, a prime mover. right? It's, right. it's going to be the engine for almost anything. I like that. I like that analogy. It's going to be the engine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if you think of like the L set, right? The L set's a very vital position that you need to maintain in a lot of exercises. Same thing with the hollow hold. The hollow hold is is a really vital po- portion where basically you have your arms up, legs up, and you have the hip flexors engaged, core is engaged, and you're kind of in this hollow rocking position. That's held almost all the time when you're in the rings, um, and I think that. This guy's ignorant for not knowing that, okay, core, number one, is not equal, um, right? Bracing can only be done one way. He's a dumbass for thinking of that. Number two, he's a dumbass for thinking that N equals one by saying, okay, because since you have injuries, you have a bad core. I could make a whole other, whole other a ton of arguments about that, but... Especially um, gymnastic. If I just think about... But if I'm thinking about gymnasts and um, why they would get hurt, I think a lot of it, they're actually hypermobile. They... I. In my experience, I've seen a lot of gymnasts get hurt because they're hypermobile. But 
I'm also, but I'm not making the assumption that the, all of them are hurt because they're hypermobile. As I just stated, in my experience, and that's what I've seen. I do want to work with gymnasts more because it is fascinating to me to see a lot of like uh, flexible people, you know, go through that and seeing people that are that weigh less than 110 do all this like body movement, especially with uh, the females. I just think it's very fascinating that they have that strength with such yeah. low body weight. Yeah. I think that, um, so part of the whole gymnastic programming is going to be a lot of mobility focus. I don't find that people are hypermobile. I do find that they have more, more, more mobility than most, mm -hmm. but it's a controlled mobility, right? It's not because like, mm -hmm. I, when I think hypermobility, I think of, okay, someone's like, like, like ligaments are laxative, like, like someone who has Down syndrome, their ligaments are already laxative. So that would mean, yes, in that situation, when they're hypermobile, they would have the potential to have more injury because... Did I hear that? I'm sorry. Fuck you. <laughs> because of their current current status, right? So if your ligaments relax, um, whether that means that you had a sprain or something like that, or that just typically because of your genetics, whatever it is, then I could see, like, let's say if you, if you took your shoulder in full range of motion, did an arm circle, and it popped out of, jo out of the socket, yeah, you're hypermobile. But I don't think any gymnast is doing that. I think that they're trying to train full range of motion and access full range of motion. So... Maybe it's because the four gymnasts that I've seen, they were injured because they were hypermobile. Oh. Yeah, that definitely is more of an <laughs> exactly. kind of thing. Than... Exactly. The, I, I'm, I'm being the professor now, N equals one. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, brace. <laughs> what was the other thing they were saying, though? Uh, what, did I, what else did I tell you? See, usually when someone says something stupid, I forget. Mm. But I remember that just because I was like, I wanted to know what your opinion on it. Mm -hmm. uh, but like as he was um, explaining stuff, he was just like, I know for a fact that I have a lot of questions. I, I had a lot of questions, but it was an 8 a.m. on a Tuesday, and I was like, fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I could care less. Um, well, the thing that that's most irritating to me is that he says, you guys going to hear a lot of rappers. It's okay for this episode. I'll try not to make it happen in every episode, but I'm hungry, okay? So I'm going to eat while I record and give you guys this great knowledge. But he also, like... He is a trainer, but he's more in, like, the rehab world. Like, he's more in the rehab world. And, like, him seeing stuff like that, I'm just like, I really want to see what you take your clients through. Right. You know? Like, telling them to brace. Especially bracing, like, he explained it. Who do you usually see brace like that? Only, like, powerlifters. That's what I'm saying. Olympic weightlifters. Only right. people who are lifting heavy, heavy weight, not their body weight. You know what, what my counter-argument of that was? I was like, so all athletes should brace like that while they're on their field for their prospective sport? So he was talking about, are you going for looks with your core or are you going for function? And I was just like, okay, well, look at wide receiver football players, uh, even baseball players, soccer players, field hockey, any of those like transitional sports, you're going to see a lot of people have rage and six back, but then it's also functional. And if you take them through a really good core workout they'll get through it they'll be strong enough to get through because they have trainers that get them through that core workout excuse me so you're telling me all those people are like 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 fucking bracing all the time on the field no that was the other thing that made me upset when you said that because i think synonymously you can have a, a functional core and an aesthetic core oh yeah but what what, he, what he's dumbest for assuming is, is that you can't that, have both well no that that it's, it's he's trying to say do you want to look you know, do you want it to look nice or do you want it just to be functional? And the problem is, that's a fallacy, right? If you're trying to set up, it's either one or the other, that's a fallacy. But... Look at Ronaldo. 
Well, I was going to say that. I was going to say also what it comes down to is your body fat percentage to see synthetically like your what your blood looks like. Yeah. What so like programming the body. So like that. Those are two completely different things. The nutritional aspect and the strength aspect are two different things. First off. Second off, I think that he is he's just kind of a bigot and like just really isn't isn't understanding like how to get through, especially just students, because students are so one-sided thinking whatever you tell them they're gonna believe mm-hmm. and obviously like i i think a lot more extrapolate extra abstractly than most and hopefully you do too like obviously if you question him and kind of have like apprehension you question me about what he was saying and i hope you do too well that's um, why i come here and have discussion about because i'm not just gonna be like oh yeah right right so nah. i think people in the college setting are going to take things as truth and then try and perpetuate that to other people which is now about going to be a problem for a lot of people in my class right so with that with you saying that same thing when you guys are listening to our podcast or any podcast right now. Just because we said something, try to challenge yourself. Try to challenge your thoughts, your opinion. You're like, well, why they said then? Why would I think then? Why am I going against them? Or if you're not going against it, just be like, well, why would do I believe them? And just regardless, yourself. And regardless, like like I always do, I think we should build a build a stronger argument against our own opinion because that helps you actually evaluate and see, okay, well, my side is actually stronger. Because if you're able to think, like, just like I said about the whole core thing, you're going to be aesthetics and both. And also, I understand why he's saying it, but at the same time, like, I understand why well, my reasoning is right. Build that kind of argument. If you have a certain opinion, build the opposite argument even stronger than your own opinion. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I remember what I just told you. Some students would ask questions, and then he would answer them. And I could tell he's just going in a circle, and he never really directly answered the question. And I was just like, what? And then some students would sit there and be like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then I was just like, are you serious? Is this what you got out of it? And then I would think to myself, I'm like, well, maybe he's not going into too much details because they're not at that level. But then when you think about it, you should talk to them about it, especially like students that are in biomechanics. Just because we're in our second year doesn't mean don't tell us what happens in the third year or fourth year. Like, we can understand if you explain it right. And he was going through a PowerPoint, and he was explaining something, and he was just like, I know I do a bad job at explaining it, but yeah. And I was like, what? He said, it's going to be on the quiz just because just it's fun to quiz over. Bitch! So you tell me I'm going to fail the quiz because you can explain this shit to me? Yeah, that's horrible teaching. And also, um, this kind of leads me to the topic of... Uh, don't go to college. Yeah, don't go to college <laughs> because you're, you're going to receive a dumbass education. Um, not really. I mean, obviously, there's, there's going to be good the med de- structures. The value of the degree is there. It's yeah. just the education that... You use to get there, right? It's not there, right? I mean, I thought your house would be quieter than my gym. Yeah, I guess not. It's fucking horseshit. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, what I think that we need to, to definitely make make sure people know is that no matter what you're learning or when you're learning or how you're learning it, always have the perspective of questioning it because that's gonna be a vital key to actually like seeing if if what they're saying has value. If it does, try and find at least some kind of learning experience out of it. It's like, Ellie, in that class, obviously you're learning some things that are good and bad, but you've taken some good away, though, right? I mean, it's only been a couple of weeks now, but... Out of the, I've out gotten of, some good stuff. Okay, so like, let's share some of that stuff. So we, we don't try and talk all bad on college. Right, right, right. Uh, so one time he was uh, like teaching, he was doing a PowerPoint, and then he was like... Uh, Screw that boring stuff. Let's actually do assessments. When he said that, I was like, okay, good. He's actually understanding that we don't want to just sit there and like, do PowerPoints. And then he said, let's do assessments. And so I immediately raised my hand. And I've been having shoulder issues. And I went up to him. And I was like, assess me. And then he asked about my shoulder issue, why it's happening, blah, blah. 
I honestly thought it was because I was sleeping bad. I didn't think, uh, like, the program, he asked me what my program was, and I told him, and he was like, uh, good, he likes, uh, he liked the program, and honestly, I don't think it was my form mostly, I really have been, like, just sleeping on my arm a lot, and it's been, like, dangling off my bed while I'm putting pressure on it, stopped doing that, the pain went away, but I just want to see what he does, like, he went through some stuff, he looked at my scapula, and, um, what did I told you, he, he found, like, in my scapula, what was it? Symbiskinesia? Yeah. And, like, Matt did the uh, assessment on me. He said, I'm clear, I'm good. My scapula moved the way it should. But, to give the teacher credit, he did say he, he would have me go skins in order for him to know for sure, but I can't do that in a class setting. Excuse me, so that right there was good. And uh, in the previous podcast, I, I came to you, I was talking about the Thomas test. Hello, <laughs> funny. I, I was like so glad I learned that shit. I was like, Matt doesn't know this shit. Went over, he said the Thomas test, and I was like, fuck you. As you're describing it. <laughs> As I was describing it. I was like, oh, no, I was like, fuck you. <laughs> Hate this guy. But yeah, it's some stuff. Right now with school, I'm taking it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Also, I have a class like data research and analysis. I really, really hate research. I honestly do. I can't imagine anybody does. Like yeah, that. so, and then, like, we read a bunch of research, and, oh, my God, it, you know how research is, like, with the variables, and then you have those, like, paragraphs that are super small, and, like, and the teacher would make the questions so tedious that you have to look for those small details. I'm like, why couldn't you ask about the paragraph that was concise and clear? Like the summary of that abstract, the yeah. abstract of the actual paragraph. Right, so right, and I was just like... That's why I think that... Going on PubMed yourself and finding out those research studies and finding out how a way that works for you to study it is better than a teacher trying to teach you how to actually study it. Well, let's talk about studies for a bit. Okay. Shout out to my pup again. God damn it. Every episode, man. I know. I like those guys. They're smart. No, I like but... Us. I like us. I like us, too. I love us, dude. We're fucking sexy. It's getting weird. I don't yeah, like us anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he said it's getting weird. I like it more. Uh, back up. Back, back up. up. Back I, up. I retract my statement. <laughs> No, the thing I want to talk about research, Michael really brought up a good point, and I was like, I kind of agree, I kind of disagree. They were talking about how you got to think about, so let's say they, uh, like, a lot of studies find high interval cardio is the best way to lose fat, right? And there are studies out there that show that, right? Well, it's obvious. You're way more it's intense. It's obvious, exactly. I mean, you're way you more intense. You're study to even prove that to me. But it how is. long was that study? That's the question. That's the thing. Right. The study could have been like only six weeks or like 12 weeks max. And then they found that out. And then now everyone thinks that's the best way. And then they fucking stick to that for like months and months on. And then they hit out with like a hard plateau. And they're like, well, I'm eating only 1,500 calories and I'm doing this much. Well, why am I not losing body fat? Why am I not losing weight? Blah, blah, blah. That's where studies, that's where I hate studies. And I've hated him since middle school. And every time I read a study in middle school, I was just like, what's the point? You know? I'm going to get it, but I was just like, what's the point? That's not the average person. You take the average, like, especially those, like, exercise science studies, it's, a lot of the times, it's an athlete or athletes. The average person is not an athlete, or it's someone who's been in the weight room before, who knows what it's like to be at that intensity. And if you take the average person, they might have never done any type of cardio in their life. So, like, what's the best approach for that average person? You're not going to take me through some goddamn high interval cardio every day or three times a week. You're not going to do that. It's impossible. And you're not, 
they won't stick to it. One week in, they're like, oh yeah, I'm getting it. And the second week, they're too fatigued to even get up in the morning. So now you created a bigger problem than what you started with. Well, I think that's why whenever like they do get those studies and they get published, and then all of a sudden like CNN or something like that takes over and like, makes an article about it, that's where we have problems. When it goes to the masses and they just read this little clip bit, maybe just the title, and then that's all they read. They'll actually go back to the study. Because that's really the foundational information you need to find out, is how that study was conducted. So that first statement I want to make there. Second statement I want to make is, um, yes, HIT is a lot more calories burned per minute because obviously your intensity is a lot higher. But it also brings in more overtraining. Your heart rate is elevated all the time. That's yeah, why. it brings in more heart, um, yeah, obviously. But yeah. it brings in um, more risk for overtraining because now it's going to affect your training day after your recoverability. Um, it's going to bring in a lot harder regimens. So if you're not doing the right intensity, you're not actually doing true HIT. Right? So it's here because typically true HIT is done a minute or less for the higher intensity interval, right? And a lot of people do hit, and it's like, oh, I'm going for two minutes as hard as I can. No, you're not. If you can, if you can do me, if I'm going hard, it's 30 seconds max. A max like, sprint. I can't listen. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you, you know take the average person out of this, you just grab it, man. Like, hey, let's make you lose weight. Then take him through, like, 20 sprints. Two sprints in, and they're probably out. Right. You're not gonna or they're going to tear something, because they're not ready for it. Or that, yeah. So third statement I want to make is, that's why we have jobs. is because there's going to always be stupid information out there that's going to be sent. And nobody's actually going to look into it further, but that's our job to do that. And I think that we have a good opportunity to kind of share that information and share why other people should look at things abstractly as well. Because I don't think you can just take one study, make a big assumption, because it needs multiple studies to follow up, number one. It also needs a grain of salt, like you said. You need to kind of divulge the thing and say, okay, this is the reason exactly. why. What else happened inside of that study? And also, a uh, different perspective on, okay, would this work with somebody who I'm working with today? Um, and usually the answer is no. Usually walking is a better option because it's a lifestyle. They're trying to lose weight. You do chores. Just do chores. Right. And do just just do simple stuff that you knew you were gonna stick to. Clean your car for uh, God damn it. But Okay. <laughs> but um I think that's talking about simple is what I'm trying to say. You're right, you're right. Um but the last point I want to make is there's actually this going around a lot. Um, you know, this isn't just this is just one somebody brought up. There's a lot of them. There's actually one that I just saw the other day. Um it was talking about increasing vertical jump versus sprint speed. Have you ever seen this study? Mm-mm. Okay, so it took sprint speed and vertical jump tests and then took one control group, one um, hip thrust group, and one squat group. Okay? So, so they had a group to squat, a group to hip thrust, and a group to... Just, just doing nothing. Oh, so, okay. To see, like, okay, well, after the, after the X minute period, this group's going to do nothing, this group's going to do squats, this group's going to do hip thrust. And they were trying to test... Vertical jump and sprint speed? Vertical jump and sprint speed. So, okay. Exactly. So it's saying, okay, based on the exercises, which, which variable is going to go up more? Right. So, first off, all it said was squats. When you when you read the, the title of the article, it says squats versus hip thrust. The problem is, inside of the actual study was front squats. Okay. Well, so obviously, it's a more knee-dominant exercise. It's going to bring your vertical up. It's exactly. If it, was a, if it was a back squat, there's more posterior drive than exactly. back squat. Exactly. So... There's the big, big error, right? There's a huge error right there. Second error is the Take fact... the average person with that title, they think it's a barbell back squat. Right, because they think most common squat. Exactly. Four. Awesome, that's what it is. Um, front squat's pretty specific to knee domination, and it's going to really lead to more quad development, leading to so more exactly. knee extension, leading to higher jump. And that's obvious. We need to do a study to kind of evaluate that. But the second problem is that um, 
with the hip thrust now, it's become so popular. I don't know if you've realized this or not, but hip thrust has become so popular. It is, honestly. Um, there's a, a gentleman named Brett Contreras. Okay, so um, he's been the one to kind of make that transition happen to where everybody's aware of the hip thrust. That's cool and all, you know, but if you think about what the hip thrust is, it's actually, it's truly an isolation exercise. Oh, it truly is. The one main primary you're working is your glutes. Mm-hmm. Obviously, your secondary muscles are your hamstrings, um, your low back, but the problem is, now we're not testing two equivalent exercises. We're testing one that's a compound, oh, it's front squat, and then one that's, and one that's an isolation. So exactly. we need something better, like a deadlift versus squat. We need to identify exactly what's going on in each of those, right? Because we don't want people training isolation exercises. Because that's one of the study led to is, okay, if we don't have a faster sprint time, go ahead and do barbell hip thrust. No, that's not very true. Stop doing isolation. Start focusing on more compound movements. Start seeing a study that actually compare the two of those. And well, the study better. says that... <clears throat> Obviously, you're going to sprint faster if you do hip thrust because that's more of the, your posterior chain. Right. And when you're sprinting forward, you're obviously using your posterior chain more. Your posterior chain is more dominant in the sprint. If you're going to do a front squat, obviously, you're going to jump higher. Right. Because you've got them quads are dominant in that movement. That's a no-brainer in that study. Right, but then somebody's going to read that and be like, okay, cool. Let well, me just now, do hip thrust all right, the time. Now, now her room's going to consist of one Especially if it's an athlete shows. that's trying to get better. Mm-hmm. And a lot of athletes fall for it because... We just have the mindset of getting better no matter what. And they read studies like that. Oh, I'm just going to the gym, program hip thrust no matter what. And the problem is they're not, they're not actually reading studies. You know, they're just reading articles. They're just articles. reading what they you want know, to know. The article title. It's like, okay, cool. Now I know exactly the secret sauce. And what does it come down to? It just comes down to what do I want to hear, right? And what's right. going to make me tell better. Me, tell me what, what I want to know. And then if and it's something that I like to hear, then I'm going to go ahead and do it. And the study that I read was, uh, it was a group that, so it was for recovery. Okay. And they wanted to find out if people that do like high intensity workouts, high intensity strength training workouts, could recover faster with whey protein plus sup- plus some uh, supplements, whey and then another supplement. I think it was like whey plus um, BCAA and right. then something else, and then whey and casein, casein, casein. That's how you say it. Different type of protein. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, and then the control group, obviously, and. I read the whole study, and then at the end, for fuck's sake, it said the most obvious thing ever. And I want to talk about this in the podcast later on as well. They said the people that took the whey protein actually did not need to take the whey protein to recover. They could have gotten that protein from Whole Foods. The bitch. The bitch. Mm-hmm. I was like, are you serious? I could have told you that without doing a study. I could have fucking gave an athlete a good nutrition program. Without whey protein, they'd be just fine. And I was just like, so you did all that, just tell me that? Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, I spent 30 minutes just because he had those tedious, tedious questions. I was just like, I, this is wasting my time right now. Which reminds me, I have a project coming up in that class. Whoops. Fuck me. <laughs> so, um, to go back into the study, right? Um, maybe it's a good thing to do a study like that, to tell people the whole food to the answer. It's good. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. they have had a lot of... This is another thing about studies, too. Whoever's sponsoring your study and paying for your study wants to see a certain result. So there is going to be some pretty easy cooking your results there to was, give you... Oh, I forgot to say. It was a double-blind study. Okay, so perfect. So that's what I'm saying. So it's good. So sometimes, uh, like let's say, a supplement Hold company on. wants to pay for, for a study to be done, and then a they're double... going to get what they want. Let me tell the audience what it is. A double-blind study just basically means that the experimenter and the... Um, so uh, researcher and the people who are participating participating do not know what the fuck they're getting into. So that's basically what it is. 
Oh, he's still eating. Fuck me. All right, but <laughs> later on, I do want I want to ask you like about um if you've ever taken any supplementation. What's that right now? Oh, we can talk about it now. You're done with your points that you've been making. Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. But deep. Uh, so I want to talk about supplementation because in the last um podcast we mainly talked about steroids. Hmm. Obviously, you and I were kind of on the same page with steroids. Obviously, we're on the same page with that about supplements too. Okay. I think we are from like seeing us eat together. We might be, but is it these these are the questions that I want to cover. Is it necessary for you to take supplements? Um, do you take them? Have you ever taken them? And would you take them? So simple questions. You want me to start because you're still eating? Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> I like to be respectful. So, the way I look at supplements is, let's just take, what, what do you think the most common supplement is? I, I would say whey protein. protein. Yeah, exactly. Let's just, I just want to talk about whey protein right now. People think you need to take whey protein because it's a, like a, uh, it's like a booster. Like it's a boost. It's like quote unquote fast releasing. Exactly. Or like at the end of the day, you're like, all right, so I just got 200 gram of protein. Let me make it 240 grams of protein. Do you really need that extra 40 gram of protein at the end of the day? Uh-uh. No. How many grams of protein do you need like per body weight? This is it like, it's something. It's anywhere between half to 0.7. 2.7. Oh, wow. Even lower, yeah. It, so it was way lower than I thought. Studies have shown that that's, that's where you get your max benefits are 0.7, but obviously there's a genetic variable. Right. And so what I'm trying to say is if at the end of the day, you already hit the amount of protein you need to take. You don't need to do a supplement. What I would recommend, what I think is good, for that day, go ahead and eat your whole natural foods and get your protein source from whole natural foods like red meat, um, fish, chicken, whatever it may be. Right? Get it from there and at the end of the day, if you still think you need your protein, go ahead and do it. I personally... I do uh, a protein shake, but I add bananas, strawberry, and milk. I don't. I don't even do two scoops of protein. Can I you talk about the semen? I saw you put semen in one time. I don't put <laughs> semen in there. No, it's disgusting. <laughs> and I don't even do two scoops of protein. I do like a scoop and a half. Sometimes only one scoop. And I do that on days where I know I did not have enough protein. My, I missed a meal because of school, work, whatever it is, or I I was just like, okay, I need that protein and. With my shake, I have fruits in there, so it's a really good uh, boost for my calories, and I need a lot of calories. And when I think I didn't hit my calories, I do my shake. So last time I told you that I need to buy that protein again was like, what, one and a half months ago? Yeah, something like that. Still have it. Still didn't finish it because I haven't used it because I haven't needed to use it. The Go ahead, take, talk about protein. Yeah, so... Someone talk about pre-workout. Yeah, let's go supplement by supplement, kind of go back by that. So, um, so for protein itself, um, I have tried. I'm not. I'm, first time, I'm lactose intolerant, so whey doesn't work. That's why the one that I gave was was a plant-based. So I will try a couple. It's good shit, though. It's good. It was yeah. good. Um, so I will try a couple plant prote- plant-based proteins from time to time. Uh huh. With the knowledge that this isn't a meal that I should ideally be consuming all the time. But it's something I can do in a quick fix, like you were saying. If I'm if I'm missing from work, school, like I used to, and then exactly, um, maybe kind of like errands that I'm running, it's cool just to make a shake and go with it, right? Just be able to drink my and, calories. And miss your meals because you actually have to miss them, not you right. actually missed it. Right, like I literally I can't make that meal, so let me just make a freaking one minute shake. Hold a supplement for a reason. Don't yeah. replace it with a meal. Right. So I mean, you saw that that the 
Protein gave you, there's still a lot left. Yeah. So was. I had that already for like six months. A little over half. Yeah. yeah. So literally, I had that for six months. Like, you, you can tell how little I was actually using it. So um, I haven't bought any since. And I, just, I realized I wasn't going to use it anymore, and it kind of hurts my stomach um, to a slight degree. So I was like, you know what? There's no point. And I was like, whatever. I'm not going to use it. You know what I'm saying? So basically, I was like, fuck me. No more protein. I'm going <laughs> to save me. some money. Um, so that's kind of my opinion on it. I don't think that you need it. I think that it's um, something you can use to your advantage if you have a busy schedule. And that's something you shouldn't just make an excuse for because there's still meal prepping. That's still a good option. But for times when it's like a really quick crunch and you feel like, okay, this is going to be the best way I can do it. I can't really, I don't have time to sit down in my car or something like that and eat. I need to be actually on the go and drink my calories. Cool. That's a perfect way to do it. That's kind of my opinion. You know, I actually eat on the go now to school. You like munch on like food while you're in the car? And it's actually good food. Like it's, uh, it's like eggs, cheese. Sometimes I throw you eat eggs in the, in the car? No, I put in like I throw in, in tortillas. Ah. So I get like my carbs, my protein. I get veggies in there as well. Every once in a while, then a water bottle. Because I, I am not, I'm not gonna replace that with a protein shake. That, that's not gonna do it to me. I could literally drink. So I have a blender, and when I do the protein shake, I literally fill it up with more than half, and I could drink that whole thing and still be hungry. Yeah. It's not filling for me. Like I know I'm getting the nutrients, but it's just not filling for me. Mm-hmm. Whole natural foods are. They're the best way to go. Processed food is the, uh, it's like the same way. Whenever I eat processed food, I'm like, oh, I can have more. I need 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 more. For sure. Never feel full. Like today, I came from a workout, ate something from a quick trip, and I was like, I'm still hungry. But that thing was like super dense on calories. I'm pretty sure it was like over 700 calories. What It was the uh, toasted croissant. Oh, again? No, Where but I had. But this time I added eggs and uh, cheese tomatoes mm. with the turkey. Excuse me. So that yeah, thing before we worked out. Yeah. Goddamn. So pretty sure that thing was like well over 500 calories, and I was sure. still hungry. Um, other supplement that I want to talk about, I'm probably gonna start a pre-workout to be honest. Okay. What other supplements would you? I'll let you do yeah. it. But but the pre. Oh my god. This happened with my. Uh, I have two other friends that I lived with. So one of them got into doing pre-workouts. And then he, one time we were going to work out at my gym. He just broke his Fuck. apple and had the fucking stupidest look on his face. I'm hella mad. <laughs> shit up. So if you guys are hear, hearing all this munching and you like, <laughs> oh. and you like it, let us know in the DM so we uh, do more of it. But trying <laughs> <laughs> your excuse get, to eat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gotta drive that traffic, dude. Oh, uh, but so my friend. Um, I was doing them a favor by opening up my gym during their summer break from um, the, from their university. I don't want them to pay hella money for a gym membership, so I offered to open up my gym for them at night. One time, uh, I was going with my friend, and he was like, uh, bro, you got a pre-workout? And I was like, I don't. He's like, you got water bottles? And I was like, I mean, yeah. He's like, okay, bring water. And I was like, okay. And the dude bought pre-workout, right? And I was like, let me read it. The thing was just filled with caffeine and sugar. Typical pre huh? right? And he he drank it right before workout. And then he was like, I'm going to be hype, blah, blah, blah. His intensity was no different than his intensity without the pre-workout. I wanted to ask him, and I was like, what do you feel different? But I don't want to feel bad. Mm-hmm. If you think you're getting a good workout in, especially if you're with me and you think you got a good workout in, I'm not going to be like, no, that was a shit workout for you. Because I want you to feel good about yourself at the end of the workout. So I didn't say anything. 
And then it went on with my other friend, and then uh, we went to work out together. And he asked me if I have pre-workout. And I was like, I don't do pre-workout. He was like, fuck. I can't work out now. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> You're not going to work out just because you don't have pre-workout? Like, are you serious right now? He's like, I got used to it. And that's the point I'm trying to bring up. Once you're used to having pre-workout to get a good workout in, you're fucked. You're dependent. Exactly. You, you're not motivated enough. You don't have the enough drive in your body. Get up, do a great, solid workout without pre-workout. And if you're listening right now, you've been on pre-workout for like months, get off of it for two weeks or even three. Think I'm back on it. You'll feel a lot different. You're going to feel a lot more energized too. From that pure workout, I'm not saying don't do it. Some people need it. I get it. But take some time off of it. And then when you reintroduce it, it's going to be a game changer. I do want to leave with this thought about pure workout too. Sometimes it can give you the illusion that you are having a good workout, but you're not. Are you still eating? I finished my thought. I'm all done. Okay. Can you talk or are you still munching? You finish one thought. I finish one thought. Okay. I love you guys. That's that's what I want to say. Um, but I, I want you guys to uh, go on my Instagram right now and say, I love you. Get the fuck out. Ali okay. Sud. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll give my Shut Instagram. Shut the fuck up. Okay. Okay, but... Um... Give me that peanut butter. <laughs> my turn to eat. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but, so pre-workout, right? Right. Um... You didn't even get to finish. Did you, have you ever taken it? Oh, I didn't even ask my own question. You never, you never I've never done pre-workout. Okay. You know what? My, uh, I could tell that like my pre-workout consisted of... Food. Yes. That's all it ever is. Literally, like a pre-workout meal. That's it. Yeah. So for me, um, I don't do pre-workout. Have I in the past? Sure. Um, reasons why I did in the past? Well... Okay. Just no. kidding. Just kidding. Don't kill me. Definitely wasn't because of that. It was because I, 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 <laughs> uh, do you was, want traffic to our podcast or not? What? Do I have to be gay to get traffic to our podcast? No, uh, okay. You're mom. Right? Don't say it. You're the mom's tits. But so what I want to talk about is, is, yeah, I've done it, but why did I do it? So yeah, I used to have a girlfriend who worked night shift. Okay. So That's she insane. needed the energy. To actually to the gym and actually to work out. She needed it or you needed it? No, she needed it. Okay. But, you know, I was like, whatever, it's in the house. I'm going to take it. You know, let me just see how I feel. Uh, it gave me the, like, ruffly feathers. Fucking made me all prickly in the skin. I didn't like it, so I stopped taking it. <laughs> I swear to God, like, my fucking, my, my, my face started, like, feeling itchy. So my, my hands. My friend said the same thing. Arms, was, I didn't like it. It chilled the tingling spot, and I was like, so you still take it? Oh, uh, it's just going to fucking kill me or something. <laughs> <laughs> For real? I did not like it. Um, and I think that. Sure, there is a time and a place for it, but guess what? Coffee. You know, coffee, maybe caffeinated water, caffeine pills. Stop getting all the other bullshit that's inside of it. You know what I mean? Like, you just need to, if you're if it's just for energy, just get something that's just for energy. You know, take care of your problem with one thing, not a mixture of fucking the BCAAs, the caffeine, the... That has got to be the shittiest huh? pre-workout out there, the BCAA. Oh, there's for sure something there. And then for, like, you know, they have all these other stupid supplements that are in there as well. Um, but I just think that keep it simple. You know, if you need to use that tool, go ahead. But be cautious um, and be cognizant of why you're using it and then go from there. But um, the other thing I want to talk about is creatine. 
Oh shoot, that's true. So creatine, creatine. Uh, for sure is like one of the only only supplements that I'll ever take because it's actually efficacious. Like you actually can see some benefit from it. But at the same time, I don't take it all the time. I'll take it like three time, three weeks at a time, and then stop for like three weeks. Three weeks at a time. Are you taking creatine right now? No. Mm-hmm. This one off. Off. I'm taking actually. It's been. Pretty what are consistent. some of the benefits you see from creatine? Um. So you'll basically be able to lift more. And it's not saying that, okay, just because I'm taking creatine, I can lift a bunch. It's saying that what creatine does is it allows, so inside your muscle, we'll go into the physiology for a second. So inside your muscle, you have sarcoplasm, okay? The sarcoplasm inside of your muscle allows for more energy, so basically glucose, water, and creatine phosphate. Right. So creatine phosphate is what you're taking in a supplement form. Right. You can also get that from natural sources. So this is one of the reasons why I don't do it all the time. Um, but I'll let me kind of go into more. So with the physiology, basically what you're going to do is you have more creatine phosphate available by pulling more water into the muscle bellies, okay? So with that, basically what's happening is you have the accessibility to grow your muscles because you have more nutrients in your muscles. It's not saying directly the correlation of more creatine to more muscle. It's just the fact that now that you have more nutrients to supply the energy demands, you can then perform. And once again, creatine is not something that's used for long duration, so this isn't going to be good for endurance, it is good for strength though, because creatine is used in the first 15 seconds of your actual energy bout, and sometimes even less. So um, it's something for like that raw power strength that you like creatine to be added. And once again, your body gets adapted to everything, so that's why I don't take it all the time. So that's kind of my reason behind it. It's kind of weird. Like, there's so many studies that will support it, so I figured, you know what? It's a cheap. It's one of the cheapest things out there too. It is. And and I know I can get it through Walmart. Huh? You get it from Walmart. I do. Yeah. Shout out Walmart. You big corporate fuck. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, God. But. Uh, yeah, it's sponsorship. Yeah, fuck you guys. Um, oh? Yeah, fuck the name of the dog. But. <laughs> um, but with that in mind, um, you got to think about natural sources first. So, red meat has the highest creatine content. And I like to, to use that to my advantage. So, like. I like to cycle my meats. I don't know if you do this or not. We've never actually talked about this in person. Um, so I like to cycle It's like right now I'm in stamen, right? So ideally I should be eating creatine right now because there's less creatine in stamen. But I'm not. Throughout the week I eat uh, meat, chicken, salmon. You just said whatever. meat. That was very general. You said I eat meat, chicken. What I the do. Fuck? I like a lot of beef and lamb. I like that a lot. I, I really like lamb a lot. I haven't had it a long time. Though. Lamb is so good. So I don't, I don't really like... Go through a period of just chicken, through a period of just whatever. Well, I like to food prep because, like, especially with how busy I am, like today, for example, I was fucking. You are, you are. To the gym all day, so I had to come home, swing, get a get a meal, and literally leave. You know. I have the benefit of like going back home. My mom's already cooked, so I don't have to worry about mm-hmm. meal prepping yet. Yeah, soak it up all you can, you know. That's so what I'm once saying. Once you get kicked out, she's like, "Okay, fuck you." That's what I'm saying. You make your own food. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm learning how to cook now too, so. Well, what, what's what's your opinion on creatine? What's what's your take? Um, all I, like, I've heard about creatine, like, you hit everything in a nail, and creatine is actually one of the supplements that my dad advocates from, uh, towards as well, and you will rarely see my dad talking about taking a supplement as a necessity, rarely, even protein meat taking it, he just looks at me like, go eat a goddamn chicken or something like that. He says, fuck you. Right, basically, but... If my dad like says yeah do it, <laughs> if my dad says yeah do it, I'm guessing yeah it's good. The only thing I would watch out for is um your water intake. 
with creatine. You need to up that water intake by a lot. Because it does, the creatine will hydrate you. I mean, not hydrate, the fuck. Mm. Dehydrate. It will dehydrate you. So you're going to go like very, very dry, right? So you, you understand. That same is kind of. Yeah. So that's, true. It. that's the only. Huh? What? You said it's not true? Whoops. Oh! He's a fancy okay, table. Fuck you. That's what I heard. I don't know how it It doesn't technically so. dehydrate you. It's just the fact that water deposits are going to be stored in your muscle. It doesn't mean it's like you're not really dehydrated. It's just the mm. fact that now the hydration is now in a different place. Okay. But um, the last thing I actually want to talk about, since do you have any more supplements you want to talk about? Not really. Last thing I want to talk about is something that everybody doesn't really think about as a supplement, but it's salt. Okay, so salt is and I has been. Get hmm? that shit. Huh? Iodine, get that shit. You need iodine? It. No, get the fuck. Don't get the stupid ass iodine salt. <laughs> is that what you use? Yeah. Oh my god. Let's have a conversation about that. So, what's wrong with that? Iodine salt is. What, they, what do you use? What kind of salt? I, I, use, salt? I use pink Himalayan salt. You stupid. Why? Have you not seen the studies that's coming out of it? Have you not seen the studies about the regular iodine salt? Huh? First, first time about the study about mine. They, they're saying it's bad for you. But I read only one study, and I had to. Okay. I, I didn't go into details with the study. You bitch. I just some studies like pop up on my phone, and I'd be like driving or something, so I like forget to look over it. But I want to read about it more. Okay. Uh, what studies have you read about iodine salt? Maybe we'll hear back from you. But okay. Is so, it really a uh, like is iodine really a necessity for your body? Iodine is because your thyroid needs iodine. Okay. Okay, but you can get iodine from anything that's from a seed, like so, like shellfish, seaweed. Um, any kind of regular fish is going to have some kind of content of iodine. So if you're eating fish in your diet, you don't really need iodized salt. Mm. So if you think about what iodized salt is, it's – and this goes back to the supplement conversation. Basically, the iodized salt is coming from a really chemically-based formula, right? So if you look at the back of your iodized salt, it says sodium chloride, right? So Whoops, it does. <laughs> and then it says iodine. So – Basically, what they're doing is they're taking chemical compounds to create your sodium chlorate, and then they're going to give that to you, and you're going to ingest it. And just like any other supplement, if you were to take a vitamin A or vitamin D, it's now going to be um, a different source of vitamin D or A, um, or folic acid, uh, like you know, you vitamin like B. Um, okay, fuck you. <laughs> the the chemical compound of that does not digest in your body as well as a natural source, right? So like a sweet potato has a lot of natural vitamin A, whereas a vitamin A supplement, maybe it's beta-carotene I've given you, right. but there's different complexes of vitamin A. So you got to think about that too. Um, so in regards to the, to the sodium, the iodine salt, um, you're basically ingesting chemicals that are not going to enhance what we want to enhance. So what I do, I, I do Himalayan pink salt. Another thing that's been um, used is sea salt. Sea salt now has some studies against it too, that there might be like plastic contamination in it. So I kind of stay away from that. Yeah, I don't know if you still... Dude, these studies are fucking crazy, man. But, once again, take it with a grain of salt, literally. You know? Because yeah, I was just going to ask um, how reliable are these Right, studies? so take it with... I mean, because they're only, they're only testing certain brands. So you got to think about that, too. Maybe avoid these certain brands. So, um, I think that that's also a big concern, So they too. didn't blur the... Huh? They didn't blur the uh, brand up? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Because some studies do. Yeah, they, they didn't put the actual brand names in there, but they just did four separate brands that they tested, so it wasn't, it wasn't a cumulation of all the fucking sea salt in the market. Oh, okay. Um, my tits. 
but <laughs> you just stared at him now. It's kind of weird. Because they're small. You're right. You're right. Okay. Um, Ooh, she's talking about the lady. Yeah, we'll talk about her. Um, but salt, before we go into that, salt is a performance enhancement as well. Okay, so a lot of people will say, like, you know, your daily recommended salt intake is 2,500, you know, which is kind of bullshit. Because if you think about how much you sweat, how much salt's in your sweat. You need more. Right, and how much you're actually active, that will affect that very, very, very differently. Right. So if you're actually going into this, um, what I would actually say is to try to supplement with salt. Try and actually, like, not intend, don't, don't go in there and fucking take a half teaspoon of salt right to your mouth. But <laughs> over throughout the day, try and add a half That's a teaspoon. That's the point you brought that, a lot of people think that. Oh, yeah. Try and add a half a teaspoon out over a course of a week each day and see how your performance changes. Because you'll notice a big difference. If your salt if your salt levels are down and dysregulated, you'll see a huge difference. Um, that's kind of my, my opinion on, on supplements. But I, I fuck around with the salt thing, so I actually see some pretty pretty easy contribution from the, the intake of it and how it performances. Um, but let's talk about that lady. Um, so we were walking... Excuse me, I have a mouthful of peanut butter. Eh? Gotta get that protein after the uh, RDLs, you know. You a bitch. Get them Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> we were walking at the gym, and then a, a lady, just a random lady. So this dude was like speaking so loud about <laughs> just stupid like sex shit, and I was <laughs> I started off like, <clears throat> man, I was like, dude, what the fuck? And then he started turning away, and then she would stop us and say. Can I catch a ride with you guys? And uh, Matt just immediately said, yeah, sure, are you down for that? And I was like, oh. First thing he does, like, we take her and everything. I know where Matt is. Not not take her and everything. <laughs> take her in her location. Like, we drop her off where she wanted to be at. We don't take her physically. Right. <laughs> we don't. We didn't kidnap her. <laughs> we did not. <laughs> uh, I'll let Matt say what he wants to say because I know what he wants to say about this. So I'll let him take credit for that. But for me, like, as soon as he said, yeah, sure, I immediately was just like, hey, Matt, I'll ride in the back. And there was a reason for it. I I come from a place, Jordan wasn't very safe. I lived in, uh, well, you live in Florida, and I guess. Not very safe either. Not very safe either, right. But I lived in North City as well, not very safe. I was also, like, taught and brought up, like, trust people, help people. But also don't put too much trust to where they can hurt you, right? So like with this lady, the whole time, I wasn't nervous. But the more she spoke, the more skeptical I got about it. And the more that I was like, oh, okay. if something goes down, and which is why I sat in the back. Because like if she tries something and we're, both, <laughs> and, and we're both in the front, then we don't have control over her. But if I'm in the back, he's in the front, and she tries to do something, I get fucking shank her from the back. <laughs> And hit that bitch. Oh my god. <laughs> yes, dude. Oh, if my life is in danger, fuck. I'll rip her head off. I don't get <laughs> If it comes down to like me or her, it's me. Oh my god. I'm fucking dead. I'm like going to sit there and be like, hey, so what's your intention about killing me? <laughs> like, I know we talk a lot about what's the intention of a person. I ain't going to ask her that shit. Fuck. Yeah, okay. Um. So let's uh, let's kind of start from the top. Okay, so we're walking out. You know, I'm like, you know, it was a freaking weekend. And I'm talking about like this whole sex shit. <laughs> oh, God. And, and we're talking hell aloud, you know. Um, 
And like I thought I knew the chick, so I kept staring away. I was like, oh shit, I think I saw her certification. Oh fuck, because it's outside of my gym. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna see these people all the time. Well, I don't want to see her again. Here, like, like have her see my face and recognize me in the gym next time and be like, oh, he was he was a guy who was talking about sex. You know, uh, you too awkward. So I kept looking away, kept looking away. And Ollie's over here trying to make it like, like, hey, dude, there's somebody. <laughs> right. I, like, I'm like, I already fucking know. I'm looking away, bitch. <laughs> and uh, so she said, she says that, and then I immediately like, yeah, let's go. So we're on the road, whatever. Um, we find out like her, her boyfriend or her ex now has been like harassing her and like won't leave her alone. And uh, like he, she's trying to get a ride. She'd walked a long time. And I have, I have empathy cards because like I we've already talked about the podcast before. Like, I used to like walk. Well, don't get me wrong. I have empathy for a lot yeah. of people who are like broke or need yeah. help. So I have empathy because I, right away, like I, I already knew, like if she's walking that much, I've walked to work four miles and walked from work four miles. I finally got a bike eventually and do a bike ride there. But um, like I know at night, especially in this area that we live in, it's not safe. And she was planning on walking an easy 10 miles. She would have not been home until like 4 a.m. Yeah, and then uh, maybe not even made it home. So um, right away I was like, oh shit, good thing we gave her a ride. And um, then we kind of like, we got all done with the ride. And then she, uh, <laughs> she right, when, right when she got out of the car, she leaned back. And I was like, Ali, Ali says, <laughs> I have to say it. He's like, you're shaking his head. So he, she she leans back, and Ali is immediately like, oh god, big tits. <laughs> I had that to, didn't happen. It did happen. I had to fucking. You were trying to hide it. I thought you were gonna say it. You didn't fucking say it. I. I that I didn't to, happen. That that was Matt. Matt said that. I had to out you. But uh, fuck you, fuck you. Okay. <laughs> but the uh the topic here and the reason why I, I talked to Ali and why we should bring some of the podcast because it doesn't take money to actually be a fucking decent human being and help somebody who's in need. Because we had no. I've never met the girl in my life. You never either. All it was was simple, hey, we need a ride. That's not going to fucking kill you. It took 30 minutes out of our fucking day. Maybe a, a, a fucking drink of gas. Like, I, I'm not going to stress it over it. It took way less than 30 minutes, dude. I'm saying, like, there and back. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From, from where we were. So, um, I think that, like, that's kind of the point, is, like, help as many people as you can and just have the right mindset. And I think Ali and me both kind of had that. Yeah, don't think that you need, like... Some kind of wealth to actually give back. You can give back in so many different ways. Right, because as we were driving away, you were like, I wish I had money so I gave it to her. And then, like, I was like, well, at least we did, like, the bottom line is we helped her. We got her, like, right, where she I can be. Right, like, you can tell that she's struggling. And I'm sure, like, if I had at least, like, $10 on me in cash, if I'd given it to her, I'm sure that would have gone, like, a long way for her. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have any cash. All I had was paper in my wallet and then, like, credit cards. Yeah. I almost felt compelled to, like, give her my business card and, like, trying to help her out. But, you know, I'm broke as shit, so shout out First Bank. You know who I am. And the debt. <laughs> <Give me> money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I probably shouldn't sell my bank account. Whoops. <laughs> I'm going to get hacked. <laughs> First Bank, though. Oh, wait. They got your information. Yeah. You're fine. Okay. Oh, we actually got hacked recently. You did? Not me. My uh, dad's uh, credit card. It was a guy uh, from New York. And, like, we looked at the transaction of 32 each, I think. And then, like, we searched it. We Google searched what he bought. It It was, like, a phone company in New York. And we were like, what the fuck? We didn't buy that. Cold and everything, you know. I, I like banks these days and the credit cards. They make the process easy. They do. Because they know they're going to hack. Exactly. And they, I, I was honestly expecting, like, um, a lot of questions. It happened before. 
we were in Seattle, mm-hmm. but it was like our actual bank, but this one was like a different credit card. So I was like, oh my God, it's going to be a lot of investigation and make sure that whoever took the $32 was actually not us. Yeah. But it, they didn't do that. So I was like, cool, good shit. But yeah, bruh, fucking getting hacked is not a joke. Like That shit's actually out there. Like your information, better hold that shit in. Yeah, so if you hack me, shut up. Pay's dead. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> pay's dead. Hack me to help me out. If you hack me, just make sure you put a one and then like a bunch of zeros after it in my account. I love you. With a negative sign in front. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think that's a good place to kind of wrap everything up and um. Oh, talk about something else. Oh, you do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's good stuff. Um, so I love these guys. All right, we can wrap it up now. Oh my God! Now he filled up his mouth with. So this dude eating dark chocolate with peanut butter. You can't just do the dark chocolate by itself. Uh-uh. You're fat. That's why he has a big <laughs> waist. Go, do what I told you last time. Go on his Instagram and comment on every one of his posts, either baby weight or big weight. Actually, do both. On every post, put baby weight, hit enter, and then big waist and hit enter. Do that for me, please. If you go on there, you'll always see his comments. It just shows how mature he is. Shout out. <laughs> You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. My comments are on there. I know. Baby weight. Back at it with the baby weight. What's what's wrong with the baby weight, bro? Hello, buddy. Got his ass. What's your Instagram? Your mom. Okay. No, it's Ali Sood. A L I S E O U D. And uh, DM me. Do you love me? Even better. Today's 9 11. We're recording. Oh. DM him. Say thank you for your terrorist friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Before we end, don't get me deported. Before we end, what do we say at Stooks? Fuck. You said, oh, you said, uh, what? I said <laughs> some. Oh no, I was like, uh, everything is on the house today, free, right? <laughs> and you said, go back to your country. Now I looked at you and I was like, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and and I go. Out of old days, you say that today. <laughs> and the cashier the entire time was just staring at us. She was like, these guys are having a good I, time. I, I, literally, I literally said, go back to your country. <laughs> just because I was saying, you remember the first date. Bro, fuck. Oh, fuck the broke it, it was so good. Damn, funny. Oh, your t- tears are coming uh, out. Right? I, I am. That's so it's, funny it's, to you. Uh, it was funny as shit. Because right? I, I just gave him a look, and I was like, out of old days today. <laughs> oh, my God. But, you know. The goddamn FBI that was behind us would do that to me. Yeah, hit him up in the DM. You know, make sure he goes back to his country in safety. No. Who said that? <laughs> hey, free ticket. Do they oh, make me okay. pay for it? <laughs> They're going to make you pay, bro. So th- let me get this straight. They deport you, but then if you're broken and don't have money, you still have to pull money out of your ass to it's pay It's like when them. they tow your car, you know. You don't get the free service to get out of the car, you know. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> but look him up. And then Ali Sood. A-L-I-S-E-O-U-D. D-A-M-E, say you love me. Nope. Ask me good questions. Say Say so shout out, 9-11. No big tits, small tits, big waist, you. Okay, big tits, small waist? Me, big delts. <laughs> big delts. All small. No, big delts, big traps, big calves, small toe. For me, everything's small, express my penis. <laughs> <laughs> I know where that was going. Tic-tac, you know. That's what that you said. Yeah, be right, pencil it, take a dot. Oh, there's some girls I can give shout out to if they can uh, confirm that, pencil dot. Can, yeah, I go who you are. can I go say that? Uh, uh, no. Uh, but why not? Uh, I don't know. They'll be on the podcast someday. I gotta get your ass. You got my ass, so I'll get your ass. Fuck you. <laughs>
And so his uh, Instagram is PT Control. That's C U N T Cunt. There you go, the wrong profile. Yeah. It's a PT C and T Control. T A N T R E L L. Um, 69. There you go. Wrong one still. Wrong one. Mm. They like 69. I think. Oh yeah, DM me and tell me if you like 69. No, that's weird. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> back, <laughs> out, back, back out. Back out. Back out. Back out. Don't, I don't do want to know if you like 69 or not. <laughs> so Especially if you're 12 and you tell me that. Don't do that. Oh, I'll block you. Oh god. And I'll block you from listening to our podcast because fuck you. You can't do that. I'll ask the hackers. Oh, okay. Fuck you. Ask a hacker to fuck you. Alright, with all serious, seriousness, uh. It's 96, not 69. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no fuck me after that, yeah, though. No. It's, it's not at PT Control 96, fuck me. It's just at PT Control 96. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good Instagram account to me. Yeah, I know. I should remake it, goddammit. It's going to drop up podcasts. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we actually, yeah, we should have that uh, Instagram up. Right, we should. By uh, next year. Oh, okay, this motherfucker. Yeah, told me to get his, uh, his certification. So I, was in oh, I have it. It's you don't. Way. Get the fuck out. Yeah, dude. He's trying to tell me to shush. He I do. I don't care. You guys can know that. Yeah, We're going to be open. That's why he's in school. You're a mom. Stits. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm in school so I can see those dumbasses say dumb shit while they have an education. Shit. Case in point, don't go to school. I mean. If you did. Did, did I? Hold on. If you did, go back for a refund. Send it back. <laughs> Go back for a refund. <laughs> That's we had a member today coming for a refund. I might do the same at school, see what they say. <laughs> Just make a big case and like a big scene. I want my refund. I went to only... Give me the six grand back. <laughs> I skipped a lot of classes. Give back shit back. I don't learn shit. Oh, it's so funny. That is funny. I love you guys. Uh, 